0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela,
1: And I'm Jen. And today, oh, I'm so excited. We are deep diving into another brand,
0: folks. It is Aritzia. Yes, this is a Jen exclusive. She's been wanting to do this for like a year now. (laughs) so we're gonna do it and uh we know a lot of you have heard of the brand and look out for it in the thrift store but we want to dig deeper and give you some history on the brand and the various sub-brands that exist within Aritzia because there's there's a lot to the brand
1: there is and I don't think a lot of people know that I know we'll get more into this but I know for myself when I first started I was like Aritzia I was like I never see that in the thrift store
0: (laughs) right right
1: so, um, but yes, like we said, we are, of course, are going to touch upon how to apply this information to your reselling business as well. So go ahead, grab a seat and we will see you at the table.
0: All right, here we go. We're going right. to, we're going to dive in.
1: We're going to dive right
0: in folks. Not,
1: not too much to chat today.
0: Danielle and yeah. I have things to do. <laughs> we have things to, go, to do people people today. To Just kidding. Um, but the great thing about Aritzia is, um, first of all, I think it's one of those brands that is, it's still up and coming. Like, it's, it was up and coming, but it's still in that tier because it's, it's not as well known as some others that are out there. Um, I feel like they are really trying to take over that, like casual look but also that business look like it's almost like they're blending the two together
1: yes it's very strange I, I I couldn't pinpoint to you what exactly their aesthetic is yeah because they are a little bit all over the place and we'll even talk that they even are now dabbling in athletic wear
0: yeah um
1: but I'm all about it I love their stuff oh, yeah their stuff is really
0: good their quality is really good yes uh I didn't realize how old the brand was either. Like, yeah. I guess that was just me being naive. So we'll get into the history of it. And then Jen's going to break down all these sub brands that exist. And we'll kind of tell you what's worth picking up, what's not worth picking up and all that, all that fun stuff. But um go figure, guys. The Hill family started this brand, uh, Aritzia, in their 70 year old department store in Vancouver, Canada. So that's how old it is. It started in 1984. Yeah, I I can't,
1: I cannot believe it. Like that, I would have told you that Aritzia was less than 20 years old.
0: Right. But I also didn't realize that this family had their own department store. Like, so it started 1984 and they had this 70 year old department store. So obviously the Hill family is a big deal in Vancouver. I don't know who they are, but they're Mm -hmm. a big deal in Vancouver. And okay. So they had their first standalone Aritzia boutique in Oak Ridge Center, which is an upscale shopping mall in vancouver and the motto was always offer beautiful clothes in aspirational spaces with exceptional service so that's what it is it's giving anthropology that's that's like the (laughs) vibe that i get like we want to stand out we want to be different we want to be a boutique like that's Mm -hmm. what this resembles to me and their values and i think these are important things to keep in mind but Also, I guess, very typical values that a brand would have. So creativity, loyalty, excellence, good judgment, integrity, teamwork. Um, They're all about creating good quality design, Mm -hmm. taking pieces and making them timeless. And they also have the well-being of the planet and people in mind. I think that comes across. If you know the brand and um, shop the brand, you know that they really try to use recycled materials and organic fabrics. And that's really a big part of their business. So they only source the best fabrics. They partner with premium mills in Japan, Italy, and France. So I think that says a lot when a brand is partnering with mills in these areas. They are known, Japan's known for the silks. Italy is known for the cottons, silks, and linens. Same with France, kind of known for all those things. And leathers. They do have leather goods as well. Their shoes, awesome. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> um, so their whole motto is functionality and something that's going to last a long time. So it's a timeless piece. Now this this kind of goes into our trends, right? Quiet luxury. I would put Aritzia right in there. A hundred percent.
1: Uh, I was going to say Aritzia is like, to me, on the forefront of what quiet luxury. Means. Yes, absolutely.
0: Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So I think this is like a good place where you could put that. This is a brand that we can associate to a trend, right? So there's there's that. Okay, moving on. So they obsess, this is what they say, this is on their website, they obsess over proportions and fit, and that they make sure that it's, the silhouette is just right when they're creating these essential pieces, and they mimic it over and over and over again. I have to say, now I don't own anything that is from Aritzia, but for everything that I have heard people that own it, and Jen, I know that you have owned it as well, yes. their proportions are pretty spot on to what you would anticipate the sizing to be.
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I have to say that the fit, I've always been very surprised when I put pieces on and like thinking to myself, oh, this is not going to fit based on what they're saying. And it does. It's very strange. Um, but absolutely. (laughs) They, they definitely think a lot about people with real bodies Mm-hmm. Um, they think about also short people, tall people, they have like short and tall, which is really nice. Cause I know for myself, I have a really hard time finding a lot of nice straight leg pants that don't look ridiculous on me because yeah. I'm short, you know? And so they, they do offer all of those different lines as well, which is much appreciated. And when they say that they want something to have that, like, baggy feel let's say oversized fit or whatever they cut it so that it looks good on a size zero to a size 16 like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. like it looks it looks good the way that they cut their pieces so I understand why people are all about it because it is they it feels like it's very tailored clothing when you put it on but you're not actually going to the tailor to get it altered right. and fixed right mm-hmm.
0: and this all goes back to their creativity aspect in their business they're all about studying the neckline, studying the hemlines, studying where the pockets should be placed on their pieces. They're really going that extra step to make sure they understand the tailoring before they go into production with something so that the style itself feels almost effortless and natural to the mm-hmm. person, which I think mm-hmm. is a great way of putting it. Um, and it's also innovative in the sense that most brands aren't doing this. They're not studying a neckline and how it's going to look on specific people. They're just kind of putting it out there and yeah. it's mass produced. Yes. So I thought that was really good. Um, and then of course, with the fabrics, they are made to last. That's something that's very important to them. Recycle fabrics, organic fabrics. They're looking into how to be more sustainable and having good relationships with the planet. That's very important to them as well. And then the really cool thing about Aritzia is that they have boutiques. And this is where I really thought of anthropology because they have architects that design their boutiques Mm. and they are influenced by locals local influences in the neighborhood, natural materials, custom furniture, and art. There's always art everywhere throughout it. And uh, the fitting rooms are extra large mirrors, extra big spaces, cozy lounge areas, everything that you would want when you're going into like a fancy department store. They want you to have the full experience. So these places, they, they are, there's some in the US, Los Angeles, there's one in Los Angeles and there's one in Hawaii um have you ever been to the one in los angeles chad i haven't been to the
1: one i know where it is it's in the grove which is a, like a really popular mall there but we do have an aritzia here in san diego so um it definitely has like I said that boutique yeah. feel. um there's usually the people that are working there are um very attentive um like a department store they come up to you they ask you can i you know start a fitting room for you can i do that whole, well, you know yeah shebang kind of thing and then they like take you to the fitting rooms and it's really nice because the fitting rooms are very big and lush the rooms are are big like Daniela said and in the center they do have like a really nice giant large plush ottoman too for like Mm. anybody who's with you you know can sit there and be comfortable and and um it's a really nice experience if you have a chance to go into an aritzia store i do highly recommend it
0: yeah, so the there is those two in the U.S. as like the one larger boutique ones, yeah. and the one that Jed's talking about is like they are like sub boutiques, I guess. They're like the yeah, next step yeah. below. I'll
1: definitely have to check out the one in L.A. at some point because I'd be interested to see what the difference.
0: Yeah, is what the difference is
1: between them. But um, I will go back a little bit to like their resources and the materials and the process. Mm. I own several of their vegan leather pieces,
0: and like I'm gonna them? tell you. Hmm? Do you like them?
1: love them absolutely okay. i I have to say it is the best vegan leather that I have ever felt. You would have sworn that it was leather. It feels so buttery soft Ooh. like I oh my gosh, like if you ever can get a, a hand even just go into the store and just feel the leather pants, the leather skirts that they have. oh my gosh they are mm-hmm. you would have sworn that they're real leather. They're absolutely gorgeous. love that.
0: Okay, so we're going to do a timeline of Aritzia, and this is all from their website. I have to say, their website is actually really great when it comes to research. It had very everything. Efficient. I didn't have to go onto YouTube, blogs like we usually do. Like Everything was on their website. It was very easy to navigate through, and I do think it's they have a really um, interesting backstory. So like we said before, in 1984, the very first Aritzia boutique opened up in Oak Ridge Center in Vancouver, and then in 1994, so it was a 10-year gap here, they launched their first ever exclusive brand, Babaton. So Babaton is the original, we'll say, of the sub-brands in 1994. Um, and then in 1999, they opened the doors to more clients and they went national with the boutique. So now they're across Canada at this point. Mm-hmm. In 2004, they launched a new exclusive brand, TNA, oh, which yeah. delivers premium comfort, okay? And that's kind of like, it's very casual. It's very mm-hmm. like tank tops, lounge pants. That's kind of like TNA's vibe. Cozy sweaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cozy stuff. In 2007, they were in the U.S. So it they did not come to the U.S. for a while. They're fairly new to us here. Um, and they also launched another exclusive brand, which is Wilfred. And this says that Wilfred reclaims the romance of every day with feminine silhouettes and all the fine details. And I have to say, when I think of Wilfred, that's, that's really what I think of. I think of the structured suits and beautiful blouses with ruffles and it's, Mm -hmm. it's very pretty. Uh, it's probably my favorite one to sell as well. Wilfred is definitely my favorite one. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they, in 2014, oh, I'm sorry, in 2012, this is kind of fascinating to me. In 2012, they say fashionably late, they launched their e-commerce platform in 2012. That is wild. (laughs) (laughs) it's well. <laughs> <laughs> <That is> absolutely <laughs> wild and then in 2014 they launched yet another exclusive brand which is sunday's best sunday best i'm sorry i'm sorry and that is more i find it to be very young sunday best it's like that's what i have in my notes yeah like it is- fuzzy sweaters and i don't know it's just very
1: young i would say it's an equivalent to like uh urban outfitters
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. then in 2016 everyday luxury around the world is launched which is international shipping to them and now they're outside of north america so they really haven't been they haven't been launched internationally it's been a really short period of time it's only 2023 um then we hit they go public in 2016 which is great in 2018 they open up a OK cafe and it is an in-house coffee shop with exclusive curated menu again kind of like anthropology Mm -hmm. and be they say here, because what's better than shopping with a side of cafe and croissants? And I mean, let's be real. That's amazing. <laughs> um, then also in 2018, they launched Denim Forum, which is their denim line that they have. I have to say, we'll probably talk about this as Jen goes into the brands. But for me, Denim Forum is something that I just don't pick up. It it just doesn't. I just don't. Yeah. Um Now they're dipping into 2021. They started to dip into men's clothing. I don't know if they're still doing men's clothing. I don't recall seeing it when I went
1: there, and I and I don't think it's a big thing.
0: Yeah, Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. So it says that they dipped there, and then they started to do athletic wear, which we'll get into as well. I do know that that one piece jumpsuit athletic wear piece that they came out with in like during the pandemic is like all the rage and everyone wants it and like other brands mimicked it so they came out with that and then in 2022 jennifer wong is promoted to the ceo so it is a woman-led company right now uh which is great we love to see that and the Ritzia community has donated $50 million of product, financial support, and volunteer hours to nonprofits in and their community partners. So they really like to do things for the community, which I think is great. A few decades later, the original idea from the 1984 hasn't changed. They just call it something different now, which is everyday luxury, which is kind of what this whole trend is all about now, which mm-hmm. is the quiet luxury, the old money. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. They have a hundred stores across North America and a global e-commerce platform, and they continue to deliver these luxuries to everyone across the world. So timeline-wise, it really didn't take them long to get to where they are today. It's incredible, their growth and how fast it is. Because
1: even though you're saying like they came to the US in 2007, I do not recall them at all until I started, honestly, until I started reselling. right? I feel like i had never heard of them until I started reselling. So, which was like, I had no idea who they were. (laughs) I had no idea who they were. Like I said, when I first started, um, I would hear a little bit here and there, but not that much. It wasn't like really on the radar, I think, for a lot of resellers for a long time. Um, And I think a lot of it though had to do with the fact that like, I know for myself, I don't know about you, Daniela, I don't think that a lot of us were aware that there was actually in-house brands in there. I think that when we're thinking Aritzia, I would think like it would say Aritzia on the label, and then I would flag for me, but that was not the case. So really, when you think of like Aritzia, it is very much like an anthropology, Mm -hmm. except for it is completely opposite in its style and aesthetic. Right. (laughs) Right. It's like
0: the premise of it is very anthropology, like we talked about in our anthropology deep dive. But the look is totally different and the demographic is different. So I would say the demographic for Aritzia is definitely that early 20s, but it extends past that, I'd say, to even the, the early 40s, where yes. anthropology is strictly 35 plus.
1: <laughs> yes, I would agree with you on that. because. But that is the nice thing about Aritzia, I think, is that the clothing that they have is very classic and timeless is how you kind of have to look at it. So you're never really going to find, at least I have not, like a flowery printed dress. You know what I mean? Or something incredibly boho or something like that. That's just not who they are. And the way that they tailor and structure their things are very much like classic silhouettes, classic pieces, classic um, materials that really can resonate through people's lives, really, you know, right. women in their 20s can wear it, women in their 30s and 40s can wear it. It all just depends on how you want to style the piece. Right. And because the way that the things are cut, they are very forgiving <laughs> when it comes to to your pieces, you know. So the one thing that you do want to know is that there are in-house brands, but they do also have other non-exclusive brands, right? Just like anthropology, Right. right. So when you go into an Aritzia, you are going to see a Goldie, Levi's, Citizens of Humanity, Calvin Klein, New Balance. Those are just a few brands that you're going to actually see in inside their store. Um, And it's almost like they're those brands are there to fill in the gaps. Yeah, for where Eritzia doesn't have as much leg room in. I was um, just gonna
0: say, I feel like all of these brands are doing that now. Like Madewell does it, and mm-hmm. um, just just other other brands that exist out there. Anthropology's infamous for doing it. Mm-hmm. They just where they know they lack, they have to bring something to the table that's going to attract people to come in. And I think adding new balance, number one, is the smartest thing any of them can do. And Birkenstocks, when they add those two brands in, you're going to get people coming from all over.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it works within their aesthetic, right? Right. So, but, you know, obviously we're not going to talk about that. I see all the time on Poshmark, on eBay, on all these other platforms, you know, a Goldie jeans that are labeled under Aritzia, so you you will find that there. Um, but what we're going to focus on today is like we said, these in-house brands. So as of today, these are the brands that they have. Now they might have had some in the past, um, but I don't think that they're really worth mentioning too much. I really want to focus on what we're seeing today and what potentially you will find in the thrift stores. So first brand that I want to talk about is Babaton, right? So we that's just the one that Daniela had mentioned. So the OG. This is the original. This is really, really like a lot of money and state goes into this because not only is there a Babaton, I also am going to talk about there's also sub brands within Babaton as well. So Babaton is really kind of like a foundational wardrobe right so it's really atelier inspired it's got like we said luxe fabrics precise tailoring and it's just about having like really nice solid gorgeous pieces um i really think that they are more business attire though i kind of look at them more in that direction um also think like modern minimalist is kind of like the feel that you would get for babaton so really where you're going to find most of your babaton pieces i would say would be in the slacks In the jackets, um, button ups, button ups, exactly. That's kind of where you're going to find a lot of your Babaton pieces. Um, Within Babaton, there also is Babaton one through one oh, sorry, one through zero one, something like that. It's like one and one, basically. Um, So this is basically also a luxe brand, but they do focus more on like, tailored t-shirts and more classic silhouettes and pieces so both of these are all within the house of Babaton and then they also have um 10 by Babaton um and again these are just like evening wear pieces you know just a little more classic not necessarily like evening ball gowns or anything like that but just more like classic evening pieces so I have seen other subsets of Babaton but um oh there's also the group two oh yeah the group Babaton. yep yep, yep. Mm-hmm. and so, I'd say that's
0: more diffusion though wouldn't it you is agree a little bit
1: more yeah it's more like leisure luxe leisure wear and utility wear um they call it like elevated comfort zone <laughs> so it's almost that's like they're name. focusing on Babaton being like foundational pieces and then within these subsets brands it's like here is the um you know, here, here is like the foundation for like an evening wear. Here's your foundation for like weekend wear, like that whole kind of feel. Um, I definitely recommend picking up Babaton when you do see it. I know, um, I've sold quite a few pairs of pants very quickly. Um, they have done well, but I've also had some times where I had the, the Babaton one-on-one, I had these stirrup pants, couldn't sell them. I don't know why. Um, I wasn't sure if because it was considered more diffusion, there was nothing in my research that could tell me that, one was better than the other, really, but right. um, but overall, I definitely think it's a good pickup. Um, what about you, Daniela? What's been your? Mm, so
0: I feel like yes, Babaton can be a great pickup. I do think the group by Babaton doesn't sell as well because mm-hmm. I have a jacket by the group and it does not move. It's just mm-hmm. sitting there. It's like a puffer jacket too, which is Aritzia is very much known for that. Yeah. Um, but it's just sitting. But, you know, it's probably something I can revisit, relist and adjust my pricing. Well, I'm sure pricing has something to do with it. I feel like in general, when I find Babaton pieces, they're either extremely worn, like super mm-hmm. worn, mm-hmm. or yeah. they're just or they're very basic. But I do like picking up Babaton pants because Babaton pants sell the best for me out of all of them. Yes. Yes. I would agree. The
1: Babaton pants are really, really good, but you're right. You know, the group is, it's just, um, there's not as much there, I guess. I hate to to say it like that. Like, you know, it's just not as like overly designed and structure. And it is a piece like, like Daniela said that like people would wear over and over and over again and get the use out of it. You know? So sometimes when you do find those pieces Generally most of the group pieces with the exception of maybe potentially a jacket or so mm. um probably like under 45 bucks I would say it's kind of like you're safe you're safe yeah yeah um but going off of that though the next one that we have here um which is the another really big one and that is Wil- Wilfred So Wilfred, like Daniela said, it is reclaiming. It says reclaiming the romance of every day. It says that unique textiles, hand-done prints, feminine silhouettes. Each piece is art. Interpret as you will. So again, think this is going to be a little bit more of their trendy styles. Where Babaton, they try to stay safe with what they have. Uh, Wilfred is where they're going to have a little bit more fun with it. So
0: I also think it has the better following of the two sub-brands is Wilfred.
1: Yes. Yes. I would agree with you on that one. So Wilfred, I, I personally love this brand as well. I do love picking it up. I do love, um, finding it. Oh, look, I just Googled right now or went on to Poshmark on to see what Wilfred, what is new in Wilfred. And there, there actually are a few floral pieces. That is so funny, even though I said they're really soft floral pieces. Um, but it's very muted, very muted, Yeah, it is. you know, very soft. So um you have to kind of think that it's it's not going to go too crazy but they are going to be more romantic in their pieces
0: and their color pieces are very um pale pastel yes. whimsical like think of those kind of colors they may have some bold colors here and there but it's really based off of that whimsical feel
1: Yep, absolutely so like you'll have to think like people are really looking for like the the Wilfred tops that's a really big thing that people do look for. Um, I know that they sometimes do have some pants too that people tend to like as well, but really focusing on the tops, I would say as well, where Wilfred does very well. So definitely take a look um, if you do see those. Um, On top of that though, there is Wilfred Free.
0: Not my favorite, Um, not my favorite.
1: (laughs) I don't like it either. So...
0: um, it, it it is more of like I would consider that more diffusion. <laughs> yes, than anything it's else. Cheaper. It yeah. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Even the way the it, it's made, it is. I it's very teeny bopper. Is what what I feel yes. when I see it. Yes,
1: exactly, exactly. So, um, could be worth a pickup, but to be honest with you, I would not pay up for this if I were you. I'd be very careful about it because, again, the the pieces there's just nothing that's special about it to be honest with you yeah I think I it's agree. just more of having having a line that is just at a different price point for different customers mm-hmm. Is kind of how I look at it um I think it's a great thing if you do want to get on your own um if you want to find some of the pieces but um again it is just mo- it is more diffusion I would say of the Wilfred
0: yeah, yeah. I I have a piece now that you bring it up that's been sitting for probably a year and a half and i refuse to get rid of it because it's aritzia right and it's mm-hmm. wilfred free and it's just a basic short sleeve yellow t-shirt dress i've marked it as low as 25 dollars, and i still can't move it mm-hmm. but i have other wilfred pieces that i have sell immediately or within like two weeks it's gone
1: yeah Wilfred free like i said just be mindful don't yeah. i would not like i said pay up for that piece, because you're really going to look at like $30 and under, I would say, and averaging. That's so sad 15, when you think
0: about the brand itself, right? Like that's 20 so bucks. sad. Yeah, that is really sad.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So next piece that we have here, now we're going to go into the TNA space. Now TNA has been very, very big and a huge success for Aritzia.
0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Their way to compete with Lululemon. Hmm. Um. I remember. I have a lot of family in Canada, and and then when this came out, everybody was all about TNA, TNA, TNA. That was it. Like that was the hottest thing. So really, it's it's interesting because like there's TNA and there's TNA action now.
0: Oh, so they have like what's TNA yeah, action? Tell two,
1: me about that. So <laughs> do brands within there. So really, again, TNA, like we said, it is like more, it says premium fabrics, one of the kind washes, and then time perfect fits, wearable since forever. It is, like I said, it's an athletic look, but it's not actually athletic wear.
0: (laughs) Athleisure.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that that is more what the best way to describe it. It, It's like, it's, it's not technical here.
0: Yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. But TNA is also the sub-brand that came out with that puffer jacket that was like all the rage a couple of years ago, right? Wasn't it the TNA brand that came out with that? I think so. And they were like, I mean, they resell for like $200. Like, it's insane. But the retail on it is pretty high, too. Um, but I remember that's the first time I really saw TNA besides like a T-shirt. Because that's usually what I saw was a TNA T-shirt. And that's why it's my least favorite out of them.
1: Yeah, it's, it'll be, you know, cut off sweaters, um, you know, joggers, um, you know, some polos, a couple of like technical pieces, sure, here and there. The the logo is, um, I guess it's kind of like a clover, kind of looks mm-hmm. like a clover. Um, it is different. And you might not think that it's, I'm sure I saw it before, and I've never thought that it was Aritzia. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, it just does all right um so but it is like you said it is it is definitely a more casual piece I would say the crop sweaters do quite well um and then like a lot of their loungewear pieces do pretty well mm. the technical components of it not as much um but I know with this new like action one that they have like this is actual like technical wear technical ah,
0: okay yeah so interesting because lululemon is canadian and so is aritzia and they're kind of going head to head with this i like it they are they
1: definitely are and i have to say like the tna action stuff though does sell a lot better
0: um so
1: i mean obviously anything new with tag is always going to be right 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 but you know for the most part like their sports bras go for like 25 you know, they have like rompers and suits and, you know, leggings, like about like 40, 45. So you can see like those actually do quite well. Um, I, I'm i trying to see if I can, and I couldn't recall. Yeah, it does actually say TNA action on the label. So it's not okay. going to say TNA. So definitely if you do see something with that action, it is going to be in the newer line and like newer technical sportswear.
0: I have yet to see it, but now I'm going to keep my eye out. Because if I saw that, I'd be like, what the hell is this? What's oh, yeah. 100%, DNA percent. Because
1: I would think, is that even the same
0: thing? <laughs> right, right.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay. So then the next brand that they have is Sunday Best. So again, Sunday Best to me is very trendy. Um, it feels a lot younger than Wilfred, yeah. you know? So we said it's kind of like a, like a bit of like an urban outfitters, I think, feel and look. So again, playful silhouettes, mood-driven prints. Um and it's it's just like a fun piece. Sunday best does okay. I'll be honest with you, it's not it's not the best. <laughs> um and like you'll see like people obviously are always going to sell it for a lot of money. Um but it, it's like pleated skirts and like, like again like what's really trendy right now happening you know like ruffled dresses and like cropped right. tops and but 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 the crop tops are more for like people who are probably in their early 20s right right
0: I'm looking at my solds right now for Sunday best because I feel like I come across Sunday best more than anything else yeah. and mm-hmm. I've sold four pieces in all of my time of reselling I have sold four that's how particular I am when it comes to this brand but um, I sold a Sunday best. It was called the best kit in black V neck sweater, it was like a fuzzy sweater that sold for 40. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my top selling one, was was Aritzia, it was a dress. It was like a midi length ruffled wrap dress that sold 55, but that was also new a tag. So is oh, yeah. that and then the one that I was super excited to pick up for and it did sell for a good amount of money, that was the Aritzia Sunday blast uh best. It was a black cable knit sweater vest. But that's because sweater vests were really big at the time when I picked this mm-hmm. up. So mm-hmm. that was fifty, and then I could not sell this other piece to save my life. I ended up letting it go for thirty dollars, and that was with free shipping. And it was just a baby blue mini skirt. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, I did not want to sell.
1: Yeah, yeah. So be mindful. I would say, you know, obviously with a lot of these other sub brands like Wil Wilfred Free or Sunday Best, Um, don't grab it just because you see it. Obviously, if it's at the bins, sure, and <laughs> it's cheap, but. Again, saying I would not pay up nope. for
0: Sundance. No, 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 no. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. And then from there, we do have three other brands that they do have. Oh, we do? do? Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
0: Like I'm telling you, they have a lot of stuff. So there's Denim Forum, which we didn't talk oh, about. Oh, Denim form, Yeah, yeah, Right? Okay. But I don't, I don't, it like doesn't appeal to me. Is that bad? No,
1: because it doesn't appeal to me either. I don't know. Maybe that's why they have so many other jean brands denim brands that are there it's Um, okay it's okay it's okay I don't know what it is about it being okay it sells okay too yeah would not pay up for it obviously if it's newer with tags and it's like a a,
0: a, like a very straight loose leg whatever
1: sure why not you know but you're probably looking at about on the good day maybe about 40 bucks yeah for a pair of their jeans um you know, their shorts do pretty well too. You know, I would definitely see if you grab any shorts, maybe anywhere between 20, 30 bucks, if you can get them for pretty cheap. I mean, it's a good deal if you're looking for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I would say denim form to me reminds me, like the way that the jeans are cut and the feel of it is very much like Sun. Like that's what I think of when I see denim form. Mm, like that's funny. That, that's, I don't know. And I don't come across it often. I just, I don't think it's that popular. There are too many other brands out there that make really good jeans. Yeah. I I just don't think it's gained the attention because it's a, okay, Jean, like, yeah, it's good, but it's not anything like crazy. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Um, then the last two brands here, I'll, um, talk about, um, Tolua, Tolua. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't see it as often anymore, but I have to tell you, like, I had a Tolua vest, like a blazer sell for like 50 bucks and it was like, I had it listed It was one of those, like I had it listed for like a day and it like got picked up super fast. And then you're just like, "Uh uh-oh, did I price this too low? (laughs) Whoopsie. People do tend to like Tolu. I don't see it as often anymore in the stores or what's going on, but it could also be one of those brands that like it was bigger back then. So keep a lookout for that one. Definitely. Um, Again, it's just... It says, you know, pretty little things, not everybody sees. Oh, this is like their new part. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so Tulua, like I said, did have more substantial pieces, but it seems like it is moving in the direction of like knitwear now. Okay and like lace and more delicates. I think they're trying to get into that whole like let like lingerie mm-hmm. lacy kind of that feel. Makes sense. So I think they're gonna be using the brand Tulua, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then last but not least, they actually have this brand called Auxiliary, and it is just their leather, cashmere, merino wool pieces. It's all accessories. So fine materials, so hats, belts, all that kind of stuff. And actually, um, I haven't seen their stuff, but it can go for pretty cheap on Poshmark. So if oh. the if it is good, I'm going to check it out in the store and see what, what it feels like. But I have to say, like, the stuff is really nice, and it's priced very well.
0: Hmm. I've never heard of that one. Mm -hmm. I also think when it comes to reselling, I think it's interesting because whenever I have something that's Wilfred or Wilfred free or whatever, right? One of these Aritzia brands, Mm -hmm. I never know how to list it. Do I list it under the brand Aritzia or do I list it under Wilfred? Do I list it under Babaton? Like I always struggle with that because it comes up either, like there's a, a good number of listings in either setting. And it's really hard to pick where to list it. Are people searching specifically for Wilfred or are they specifically searching for Aritzia when it comes to brand? Mm -hmm. So what I do is I put Aritzia in the title and then the brand name. So it's Aritzia Babaton, Aritzia Wilfred. But then when it comes to like the category, I kind of pick and choose. Sometimes I put Wilfred, sometimes I put Aritzia. I think it just depends on what the person is looking for. But it's interesting as like as a reseller i just i find it confusing as to how to do it with anthropology i don't think twice i just put anthropology mm-hmm. but with these uh, with this one it's it's hard because Eritzia is almost just the department store name yeah it's like putting macy's right right you
1: know on there so yeah i i agree there have been times where i will put in the sub brand um and on, and honestly folks when we talk about this like i would only do this for Babaton or for Wilfred, not for the other ones. The other ones should go underneath the Aritzia category for sure. But there are people, like we said, that are incredibly loyal to like the sub brands within Aritzia, and they are looking for specific things because everything is named really nicely. It's very easy. So you have like the Cohen pants, the Melinda pants, the whatever it is that you're kind of looking for. Like there are specific things that people are looking for, and they will look in both. I know when I'm looking for my own stuff, I look in both, and most of the time, my hope is that somebody's gonna have something that they don't know, in Aritzia, yep. and then that's why I can get myself. You know, like I was able to get a pair of like of their leather pants for like forty bucks when they're normally nice. like one hundred and fifty bucks. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's like it just depends. So really, I would just use use your own judgment on how you want to do that. But if you have like a Sunday best thinking, don't put it under Sunday best. Like no, because
0: no one's gonna look it up under Sunday best. No one's gonna look it up.
1: But a few other key things that I wanted to know of things that I saw that are definitely worth it and picking up. So the most the most things that people are looking for with when it comes to Aritzia are really the coats. People are looking for coats now. And I totally would get why you would grab that coat, Daniela. You know, I'm shocked that it hasn't sold. Yeah, me too. But it's like coats is money, 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 money there, you know? So really it's like, that's the highest dollar amount that you can get. There's like the Pendleton coat, the Wardoff coat, the puffers that they have all do incredibly well. Um, and when I mean by that, that, that can be either a Wilf- Wilfred or Babaton. It's either one is fine. I've seen some of these coats go for as much as
0: $400. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: Like it's crazy what people want for these coats. Their leather also is a huge, huge thing too. People love their leather, whether it's like, now it's a little bit harder because honestly the price point of Aritzia, it's not horrible. I mean, it's expensive. Everything to me is expensive because I'm a reseller, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, but it's not horrible is what I'm saying, you know, for 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 what it is. And so there's a lot of it out there. Um, but like, if you come across, um, there's the Joan Shirling jacket. It is like this leather moto style jacket with like a Shirlene line liner in it. It will go for over $500. Like people wow. are looking for that jacket. There's a Mackledge, um Macage leather jacket also300 dollars so again like when you're in the coat section if you see something that says Wolfred, that says Babaton definitely grab it take a look at it and see because that could be a lot of money right there for you yeah good tip yeah. and then the last tip that I do have which is so funny because we I do love talking about this is influencer pieces yeah so the they biggest, have them too <laughs> they have them too which I would have never thought but their influencer is actually Meghan Markle. Okay, and all the things well, that she's worn. Wow, so okay. yeah, so there is a red coat that Meghan Markle has worn that people are on the hunt for. There's also a purple dress too. It's called the Maxwell dress. It is. Oh, I've heard of the Maxwell dress. Yep. Yeah, but it's like it's nothing. It's beautiful, but it's not something that it could easily be passed over at the thrift store. That is money, money, money. People are looking for that dress. It's a beautiful purple. Color dress it's like long sleeves it's more conservative I think she might have worn it while she was still with the royal family maybe that's mm. why it's so big yeah. I'm not quite sure but definitely there are influencer pieces from Meghan Markle that people do look for um I don't see I I I'm not surprised because I mean I know she was like in suits and she was in Canada for a long time so yep. maybe she had like a partnership with them or something right, or a relationship right. Um, but that was like the only influencer pieces that I found were from, were from Megan Markle.
0: I mean, that makes sense too, because she is very minimalistic in her style mm-hmm. and the brands that we have known for her to wear are those types of pieces, like yeah. very simple, very, very basic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's
1: everything that I have. I know it's like, I feel like that was a lot.
0: <laughs> it is. I mean, it was still a, it's still a 50 minute episode that doesn't change anything, but, but it's such a newer brand to the space but there are components to it i just think it's important to like everything that we've mentioned be mindful of the pieces that you're picking up even though you see the brand babaton or any of these just be mindful is it just a basic piece like is it really worth it look mm-hmm. for pieces that are a little more substantial like the coats like business um casual a business formal type of attire people really like those there's certain pants like jenna mentioned the leather pants leather jackets like those are things that we would want to pick up from any brand that is quality. You know, anything that has that quality element to it, anything that's going to look like quiet luxury, you should pick it up.
1: Definitely. Definitely. I mean, honestly, I, I can't stress enough. Something that I used to do a lot when I was really heavy into reselling is at least once a quarter, you really should go to the fancy part of town (laughs) <laughs> yep. Go into those stores. Go into those stores. Go into the mall and shop around. Act like, like if you are like in or even if aritzia is not your style. It's like if you have an aritzia store, you should go in there. Mm-hmm. You should go into your J cruise
0: into your Banana Republics, into your Nordstroms, into Go all into your Banana stores. Republics friend. Please go into your Banana Republics. <laughs>
1: yeah, like you you really should go in there and walk around, get familiar with all of the sub-brands that are there. That is how Daniela and I have learned these. You know, a lot of times we get people asking, how do you guys know all this stuff? And it's like research and, you know, actually getting your feet on the ground and heading out there, you know, honestly. It's like... I would consider that a day of research for me, you know, I would go to the mall and I would act and I would even, I would comp my drink or my lunch with yep. my business expense Cause I was like, yep. I am there on business doing research yep. and I would go through these stores and I would look at all the brands. What is new? What's something that I'm not seeing? Something that I know if I see it in the thrift store, I'm going to remember that label in like six months from now when this person no longer wants it, I'll be able to grab it faster than somebody else. Yeah. And this is how Danielle and I have learned a lot of these brands because yes, we've done the research and we've looked at the stuff for for you folks, because we need to also have the most updated, latest and greatest. But a lot of this stuff, like I feel like I know Danielle and I could probably speak to this in general because we enjoy it. We like it. And we go out and we check it out. So go and check it out. Go to your local malls, check out these stores, look at the brands that you're selling so you can get yourself more familiar with what, what is out there. And also you can see How much are people selling this for? And you'll also see what are people wearing too? What are people Mm -hmm. grabbing? What are people looking for? You know, all that kind of stuff is incredibly important to help you stay ahead of the game in your reselling business.
0: The most important thing to do is people watch when you're at a mall. (gasps) Just people. It is amazing to see how many people wearing the exact same thing, but just a different variation. And it's so eye-opening as a seller to be like, oh, all right, like I get it. I'm getting a good feel for what people are looking for. People are buying. Everyone is going to have very similar things in their hand that they're buying. If you're going into Lululemon, if you're going into any of these like particular stores, everyone's buying the same thing. They're mm-hmm. all looking for the same thing. So I know it's, you know, it it's one more thing we have to add in to our, to our day, to our month, well, to our week. It's a good week. thing to break it up. I think. It is because what do you think retailers do? They're doing the same thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're watching, they want to see what everyone else is doing, and something that I also enjoy doing on a Sunday is like I'll randomly scroll the new arrivals on the real reel because that always gives me, or like the they have like that new trending brands mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. gives you a good idea as to what people are looking for. And there are brands I find new brands all the time, they look them up and I'm like, oh, 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 I would have never known that this was a thing,
1: no, exactly. And and like if you're nowhere near like the fancy malls <laughs> or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, just on on the website is also fine too. You can also mm-hmm. do that too. And and lots of times what I'll do is I'll go to the website. I'll look at new arrivals, see what's there. I'll recognize, I'll see a brand and I'm like, I don't know what that brand is. I literally will go in and type it in into Poshmark. And then I go and I look for a listing that has the tag. That way I can say, oh, that's what the tag it looks like then okay now I've got it you know in my memory or something like that so if you're not able to get out there it works but there's nothing like going out there and experience it yourself you know what I mean and and like you said and to touch and to feel these fabrics and really understand what is it that like what is the desire what is the drive Mm -hmm. behind this it's very fascinating so
0: we love it. i love doing that <laughs> side note before we go when i go into the lemon i always want to understand why certain people are so obsessed with certain styles
1: oh, yeah me too. and to
0: me they may not mean much of anything but i can once i see it and feel it and i see people trying it on i can understand why there's an alert to it like well what makes this any different than that old navy piece that's basically yeah. the exact same thing right yeah. there that touch element is so important. Just like yeah. when you're at the bins, just like when you're at a thrift store, when you're, you're touching and feeling something, mm-hmm. it's the same, same idea. But I think when it comes to Aritzia, I think we're going to see a lot more from them probably the next five to 10 years. I think this is only the beginning for them. Um, and I think they've done such a great job to build that brand and to build the presence. It's going to grow. It's not going to go anywhere. Right.
1: Exactly. I think so too. I think this is definitely a one to watch because I, I'd be shocked in five years if like Denim Forum isn't huge. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think that they just, they're just still figuring it out. But yeah, maybe they use the same factory as Paxson. Who knows? <laughs> Whenever I see it, that's what I think of. You know, it's a good one. That's a good one. I I, I could see myself also
0: skipping over Denim Forum thinking, ah, that's just like a Paxson brand. Right. Like, it's very absolutely. basic. Very I don't basic. know. Well, but then well, again, when I look at mother older mother jeans too, I'm like, this is basic. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. And like, yeah, but most of the time, all the mother jeans that I find, they're always just like disintegrated and just shredded and (laughs) so used. But they're so amazing, honestly. Like for me, like, oh God, we're going to go on a tangent here. See, mother jeans, I love how my butt looks in them. They do a good job
0: with the butt. Fair. They do. You're all about the pockets too. We should probably just have an episode based on pockets because Jen is like, I'm very specific about pockets. Very specific. I'm so
1: picky about the pockets and where they're placed on your butt. It makes a huge difference. I went down
0: like a YouTube rabbit hole one time and I was like, <laughs> it, makes
1: all, this, it makes sense. It's all about the pockets.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I hope you guys found this helpful to learn a bit more about the brand. I know not everyone comes across this brand, but I think, I think you'd be surprised if once you hear it, you'll probably see it more too because it's such like an... Under not underrated, it's just it's un- easily overlooked. Is yeah, what we're overlooked. Trying to say. because yeah. we've
1: done it. I know I've done it. I know. Oh I've yeah, over stuff all the time. um It's just we want to bring more awareness, you know, to a um, bunch different brands that we think that you should be paying more attention to, and that we think is going to become a much larger presence in a mm-hmm. lot more thrift stores moving forward.
0: Yeah, the more that people buy them, the more they expand. The more we're going to find it, the better it is for us all right everyone everyone. hope hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll chat soon Bye. bye